Are you a beginner looking to jumpstart your career in the tech industry? A tech internship is an excellent way to gain hands-on experience, learn new skills, and build your network. But with so much competition, landing an internship can be challenging. That's why we've put together this episode on how to land a tech internship job in 2023 as a beginner. Our tips and strategies will help you stand out from the crowd, showcase your potential, and secure an internship that sets you on the path to success in the tech industry. Whether you're a recent graduate, a career changer, or just starting out, this information will help you navigate the internship search process and find the perfect opportunity to launch your tech career. Tag along! You're listening to The TechNest Show, your weekly dose of the latest tech stories, analysis, interviews, and opportunities in the world of tech. If you are a techie or an enthusiast looking to stay up to date, this is the show for you. Be a part of the conversation and stay connected to our tech community on Telegram at TechNest Show. Hey guys, welcome to The TechNest Show podcast. Victoria Imager right here. And I'm happy to be doing this with my reliable co-host, Samo Basi. Samo, how are things going in this job search arena? There's so many issues plaguing the world right now. Hi, guys. It's good to be here. <laughs> well, it is what it is as far as uh, continued level of um, inflation and the cash scarcity <laughs> are concerned. I mean, uh, there have never been a time in history when the world actually was without problems. So it's actually normal. So you should not fret. But we are not going to do on all the negatives. Interestingly, people are still landing big gigs by day. If you check um, LinkedIn, um, in fact, almost all the 70% of the posts that you see on LinkedIn, depending on your um, timeline, will be um, job testimonies and the rest. So people are still, um, you know, getting into big companies, plus to getting big, even um, with the way things are. So um, the job search arena, as you call it, actually still remain competitive and difficult, particularly in the tech sector. But getting a spot is actually still possible, which is why we are discussing it. How can you be get internship in the tech industry as fast as possible. That is what we are discussing today. Um, whether it's a paid internship or unpaid internship, how can you get a role in a big, or in not even a big community company? Yeah, and uh, an internship role is actually important because it helps you to scale faster in the industry as it provides you with real projects and experiences that boost your CV and chances of uh, a full-time permanent role. So, landing a tech internship job in 2023 requires a combination of preparation, networking, and persistence. Now, there are certain criteria to actually keep in mind while trying to get an internship. Some you may have heard before, while others may sound pretty new to you. However, if these key tips that we are going to share with you shortly are duly followed, you'll be well on your way to landing a tech internship role as fast as possible. Now, here are some key steps you need to take to increase your chances of securing a tech internship role in 2023. So let's get started. Um, first, you need to build a strong resume. Yes, it has been said over and over again. What does that even mean? Now, your resume is like your first impression to potential employers. So it's important it is well written and tailored to the position you're applying for. 
highlight any relevant skills and projects that you've worked on, even if they're not directly related to the tech industry, right? Now, to edit your resume, it's important to ensure that you have curated projects or sample of work to showcase. Now, in our previous episode, we actually talked about how to learn anything and master it, right? How to learn a skill and master it in 50 days. Yeah. yeah. So, and in that we... Yeah. yeah, and in that we actually mentioned when you're learning something, you're actually going to put it into practice, especially in tech. If you're learning programming, you're learning web design, you're definitely going to create a project at the end of your training that you can use as a sample. So definitely you must have acquired they may not actually, a few uh, samples. Vicky, they may not actually wait till the end of the program. It, it depends the on who the training. Actually, yeah, when once you learn any concept or if you learn any uh, a particular thing, you try to um, work on it, try to build something what you have learned so far. I think that's actually the be- the a better way of um, you know, building a portfolio. If you're waiting to the end of the project to build one, you know, at the end of the day, you may only have one project to showcase. But if you do pay, okay, I've learned this, let me put this into practice. You build this project, build this. At the end of the before the end of the training, you will have like six to seven projects in your name. Yeah, that's right. So you can have like two to five, you know, depending on what you're learning, actually. Now, rule of thumb is that you need to have a link to this portfolio. That's the sample of work that you have to show. So you, you can use uh, Google Drive. I use Google Drive. I have some of my samples uploaded on my Google Drive. So I just provide the link and I also use Behance. So uh, you can use that and use Notion, Dropbox, GitHub and the rest. Or if you want to even give yourself an edge, you can have a personal website to show your work. As a beginner, it's important that you have crafted these samples during your training, right? That gives you an edge. Another rule of thumb is check out other people's CVs in the field you are applying for as an inspiration so that yours can be strong. We are talking about building a strong resume that employers will not be able to trash or throw away when they see it, right? So look at other people. What does their CV look like? And then tailor yours. You're not copying directly word for word, just modeling it, right? Now, for you to have a strong uh, resume, there are a few components that your resume needs to carry for it to appear strong. Now, it must have that portion where it contains your contact details. That is your name, your address, your phone number, your email address. Now, you don't need to have your home address. That used to be an old practice. So no home address. You can just put the city you live in. If you're living in New York, just say New York, United States. Living in Abuja, Abuja, Nigeria, right? Home address is a no-no for security purposes. So email address should also be clearly listed at the top of your resume. So another key component is your summary or objective. So your resume needs to have like a brief summary or personal statement that can actually highlight your skills, your experiences and goals in a few sentences. Targets say maximum of five lines maximum of five lines. The shorter, the better. So if you are able to communicate all of that in just three lines, fantastic. If you are not target five lines maximum, then a key component of any standard resume is also technical skills. Highlighting your technical skills is important for any tech resume, right? You have to list the programming languages that you've learned and that you are that you are capable of delivering the software as you are an expert. It just basically list any tool that you have provided efficiency in. Then the next thing is education, all right? Include your BSc or any relevant certificate or academic certificate that you have. 
just mention it. You finish so and so, and this is the name of your institution, and this is the name of the course you learn. Simple. Then highlight projects if you have any. Ensure that you highlight relevant projects that you have worked on, right? And the results you were able to achieve while on that project. Like if you did a training in programming and you guys did a project together as a team or you did it as an individual, just highlight it. It's important that is listed in your resume. Another key component of a standard resume is work experience. Do you have previous work experience? If no, good and fine. Your project that you did can attest to something you've done previously, right? So list, and if you do have work experiences, let's say just one, it's still okay to list. You should include your job title, the things you were able to achieve. Most times people just list, okay, I, I did a design. You need to be specific when you are saying these things write them in like quantify it and write it in the form of okay this is what was achieved while at it okay you did design what did the design achieve did it bring the customers coming back did it increase any revenue did it do anything change anything at all just state it so that it's not just okay i did five designs for the company i did this i did that no, make sure it's carrying uh, a quantifiable number of, okay, this is what it was able to achieve. Now, another thing is to list your certifications, relevant certifications that you've earned. Very important. If you did digital marketing with Google, ensure you list it. Any relevant certifications to the role you are actually applying for, list it. And also another key component is award and honors. If you are privileged to be rewarded as best in this at any point in time in your life, or you had any honor that is worthy of being listed and is related to the tech industry, why not mention it? I think basically these are the major key components. And if you have any extracurricular activities at all that is relevant to the role you are applying, let's say you did a volunteer work for a tech company, you guys were able to train some kids to learn coding, whatever project you participated in as a volunteer or whatever, ensure that you list it. It could give you an edge. Now, you can also have references. References is based on requests. Is not compulsory. Some resume may not have it, but you can include it at the end of your resume if it is usually based on request or do. So I don't have references in mind. Depends on the job. If I see it's something that is required, I impute that. So that's that for having a strong tech resume. Another thing to know, another key step when trying to land a tech internship role is develop your technical skills because this is what is required in the company you are going to work for, right? As much as soft skill is important, technical skill is also key. That's why they are employing you to be able to solve a technical problem, right? So you need to have some technical skills to be considered for a tech internship. So start building them. If you've done that training and you just finished, keep practicing. Keep taking online courses and attending boot camps to learn and improve on that skill. Like what you hear so far, make sure not to miss any of our episodes by subscribing to us now and joining our community on Telegram at t.me slash technoshow. Now, back to the show. 
Okay, wow, Vicky, you actually did a nice job there. You explained everything we want need to include in a CV. I was even uh, hoping on saying um, we should have um, one of the episodes, or maybe one of the episodes in the future, we'll talk about um, building a resume, but you actually don't trust us to that. So I'm not sure there'll be a need for that in the future. And then, okay, moving on to another critical step to consider when looking for a role is one, build a strong online presence. You know, many tech companies are searching for potential hires on social media and professional networking site like LinkedIn. So um, make sure your online profile are up to date and professional. You know, you can consider starting a, a tech-related blog or, you know, contributing to open source project to demonstrate your passion, your competence, and your knowledge in the field. And another thing, aside building a strong online presence is, um, you, Victoria, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, let me talk more on it. Um, attending uh, tech event and networking opportunities. You know, attending tech event and networking opportunities are, uh, you know, conference meetup and the race can be a very a very good way to network with professionals in the industry you know learn about new opportunities from there you know um you get to know what's happening in your field you get to interact with your peers you get to know people that are actually the right thing to do the area to specialize in decide to look for jobs depending on how active you are in the conference or in the event you may be recommended for a job uh, you know i know a couple of people that got their jobs this way is because of how active they were in um the take events the way recommended for a room and also too it will help to build uh, you know attending um take um events will also help you build a very good network for yourself and I've also help you join communities that will help you go far in your tech career. And another thing to consider is um be active. You know, um it's not just about having um having a LinkedIn profile, um having a resume. Also be active apart from okay um building a strong online presence and attending this thing. Also be active. Your GitHub profile must always be updated. You know, maybe someone wants to hire you and okay let me see your GitHub profile and it's the last time you did anything was like five years ago it does no matter what you say people ask if you're serious you know the same with design portfolio or maybe if you're a writer maybe your medium page you know it's nothing is showing the it shows that you're actually not serious or maybe you are not updated what is actually going but if the person opened up and realized that okay you maybe you updated something or you wrote something or you added something last week or last month or you know a few days ago it shows that you're actually up to date with what is going on you know um it shows that apart from that it also shows the potential employer that you are actually passionate proficient and dedicated in the field. Yeah, it has to go along with to sell you even more than you can really think of. You know, it helps clear doubts in the minds of potential employers about your suitability for the role that you seek. And even the rules, rules that you may not seek but you're actually suitable for. You may be given, um, you may be called off for an interview. Okay, someone, okay, hey, I got your, I saw your, your profile on GitHub and I am impressed. You know, can we just, you know, things like that. You can actually get a, a rule, an internship rule that way or, you know, just try and be active. You know, if you're a programmer, you're a designer, you're a writer, try and be active. Always um, update your online, update your portfolio, your profile, your page online. It will help you. You know, um, also, you know, being active also involves taking part in open source projects um, like Victoria earlier mentioned about it. Taking part in open source projects, joining challenges, contests, and other activities. You know, this goes a long way in boosting your visibility to not just your employer to, but other people that may you know, help you in getting through the hurdles of your career. Fantastic. Moving on, there's another key step you need to take to actually get and land yourself that tech role, internship tech role rather. Now, having done all these that we've mentioned, the next step is for you to apply for the internships. So once you have your resume ready, 
your social profile is ready, you are active, you are visible, you are participating, you are networking, it is now time to apply for internships. Look for opportunities on job boards, company websites, and social media. And uh, of course, the first place to start usually is uh, LinkedIn. That's our first recommendation. And if you feel there's a specific company that you actually want to work for, you just need to go on their website or search for them on LinkedIn and then interact with them, reach out to them. Now, consider reaching out to your alumni from any of the training institutes that you you actually learned the skill and then tell them you're available to actually work in any available position that is actually your field. And then they can also help contact recruiters. I know I4G on their own platform, they actually post job opportunities for their alumni in case they're interested and, and that works really fine. So you can leverage on that. If you're on LinkedIn, ensure you are turning on your job notifications for the specific role and use job sites like Indeed and others. Another thing to do is prepare for interviews. Having applied, you need to make sure you are prepared to showcase your skills and enthusiasm for the industry. Research the company and practice answering common interview questions. Ensure that you're prepared to actually discuss your skills and experiences in depth and demonstrate your problem solving abilities. Now, yeah, I just a few uh, interview tips. I'm just, I'm not going to explain them in depth. We might do a separate episode to talk about uh, how you can actually nail your interview for that role. But I'll just list like a few tips you need to have. Now, as you prepare for your interview, ensure that you practice answers to some technical questions that you're applying for. Just check online for popular technical questions that they may ask in line with the role you are applying for. I'll consider working on that. Also, prepare to answer some behavioral questions. Like we've always uh, mentioned, soft skill is important. So they will definitely want to know your soft skills, your abilities in that area, not just your technical skills, but they want to know your communication and problem-solving abilities, your teamwork ability and all of that. So prepare ahead of that. And also, as you're prepared for interview, make sure you dress professionally if it's going to be a physical one. And even if it's going to be a virtual interview, definitely you'll turn on on your camera, you still need to look smart, okay? So uh, dress properly. Now, during interview, ensure you are showing the positive attitude, you're enthusiastic about the role, you're passionate and eager to learn and open-minded during that interview. This will give the employers or recruiters a good uh, impression about who you are. Another thing to note while preparing for interview is be prepared with questions. It's important. People don't ask questions. They think it's only the recruiters that are supposed to ask questions. Ask questions at the end of the interview. You can just check online for possible and thoughtful questions that you need to ask in line with that company and the role itself to ensure that, okay, this company is a good fit for you and this company's culture is also a good fit and you can actually do what is required. So it's important to ask questions and also follow up. Another key tip is follow up after an interview. Now, that doesn't mean you are desperate or anything. You can simply follow up if you have your email address. Let's say you can just send messages or email like, thank you for having me today. It was a pleasure to be interviewed by you. I look forward to blah, blah, blah. Whatever you can come up with that is actually nice, right? 
So remember the interview process can be a nerve-wracking experience, but if you prepare and have a positive attitude, you can go a long way. Whether I get the job or not, it also helps you learn and, you know, grow and be better. Okay, so being prepared actually help you. Uh, it helps increases your chances of winning a tech role in 2023. So it's important to practice all of these skills that we just mentioned. Samo. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. We've actually done a great job there. Um, but as we rightly put, we will still have a um, subsequent uh, episode on interview. Okay. In conclusion, learning an internship takes time and effort. You know, whether you are going looking for a job or looking for an internship, it will actually take time and effort. So, and you must be ready to receive tons of rejection mail. People in the tech industry understand this if you're actually looking for a role or applying for a job you'll be ready to get hundreds of rejection mail you know in fact at the point you should you should even be seeing uh, rejection mail as um, a part of the process you know just trust the process and enjoy the, the flow don't let it deter you don't be discouraged i know it can be wrecking you know applying for like 30 roles and no one no one is calling you for an, even in an interview but actually it may discourage you but you know you should understand that the, how that's how the system works a lot of people actually had you know worse than that so you should be prepared for something like this keep working on your skill build your network apply for opportunities all this will increase your chances of um, landing an internship in 2023 oh yes and what else do we have to say that wish you all the best in your search we really wish you all the luck that you need and keep us posted and follow us on our social media because we do from time to time post available jobs especially on the telegram channel post available job opportunities for beginners and even entry level and intermediate so uh keep your eyes on our page to see what may be a good fit for you thank you for joining us this week catching us sick for another insightful episode bye-bye thanks for being a part of today's conversation on the tech Nest show do follow us on social media at the tech Nest show join our growing tech community on telegram at tech Nest show so you'll never miss any updates if you find our content valuable would love you to drop us comments or likes or you could share it with your friends too catch you next week